1: because you are entering the no-wining world of January Jones.
2: Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. And if you're not, it's going to get better right now. I'm January Jones, and I would like to welcome you to our podcast today. As many of you know, my brand is now the Glitter Granny, and I wear a different colored hat each show. And today I'm wearing my numerology hat, which just so happens to be purple. Now for my listeners, let me ask you a question. Have numbers ever affected your life? Tell me, do you have a lucky number? I do, I think we all do. Have you ever wondered about numerology? We all have. And can you imagine what it would be like to meet a real live numerologist? Well, today, you're going to get that wish. You could meet someone who will tell you all about it. Today, we'd like you to consider numbers and how they affect your life. If you can answer yes or maybe to any of these questions, you are in the right place, and I'd like to welcome you to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So now it's time to go get some cheese and crackers, relax, and enter the no-wine zone. Let me tell you about my guest today. She assists individuals and organizations to navigate the dynamics of change and become master builders of their futures, relationships, and their successes. She provides clients with remarkable insights through the unique combination of analysis and forecasting, ancient and uh, numerology, plus the wisdom gained from her experience in the business market and the intensive study and use of the intuitive spiritual system. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show. She's been our guest before, Gail Minagu. And Gail is visiting with us today from Los Angeles. Hi, Gail. How good you doing? Mo-
0: good morning, afternoon, where you are. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you.
2: Oh, it's wonderful to have you on the show. You've been on the show before and uh-huh. this is the first time we get to have you on T V podcast and get to see right. you and meet you. Oh, what a joy. <laughs> I know it is for me too. I'm very excited every time I get to have someone on who's been on the show, but I've only heard their voice. Now I I get to see you. Um, Let me ask you before we start with uh, the interview, how has the uh, pandemic uh, affected you, uh, your career and uh, numerology in general? Well, um,
0: the the year I would, I pin kind of the year of March 20 was really when the curtain came down and it really affected my business tremendously. I mean, it affected my life. You know, you you all of a sudden were shut in and shut down Mm -hmm. and you just had to live with it. And you did. And it was the same time I, it was in February of that year that my husband also fell and got a severe brain injury, which... Put him in a in Cedars, and he promptly picked up. Anyway, he picked up COVID, and so it's been a long three years. Oh, wow. uh, this finally, um, you know, a lot of the, ex, the moratoriums on this and that are coming down, and everything else. But the first year was the worst year, and then yeah. you start to adjust. You just adjust. Mm-hmm. You make all these adjustments. You do Zoom. You do you know, and mm-hmm. bit by bit, you accommodate and you stay very connected to the invisible world because if you can't do that, you're going to be buffeted here in a crazy way. It's really very hard to be human. And so the, the three years that have gone by now, um, it's changed how I consider doing my work and what I want to do with my work, huh? what I want to do with the direction I want it to go. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, you have a lot of downtime. You have a lot of time to process.
2: Yeah.
0: And so this has been the blessing. The COVID doesn't surprise me. The direction of what what the whole world needs to do, which is to really uh, wake up, and hopefully uh, it's it's a waking up.
2: With uh, your uh, your gift and your skill in numerology, could, could you see COVID coming?
0: You you could see it. You could definitely see it astrologically coming, and it would come. Uh, Because it has such a heavy Gemini influence, and Gemini ruse the lungs, it was going to come in, when it was going to come in, uh, how long the acute phase would last and when it would fade. And now it's the cleanup, but the um, actual virus itself is just kind of sleeping. It's really not gone. I mean, viruses don't go, they mute. Mm -hmm. They just mutate themselves. So it's still around, you know, so it behooves people to really pay attention to their own manage themselves yes mm-hmm. because it's not going away but the bulk of it was to come in and it was in the sign of gemini gemini rules lungs so that's the area it would hit it would hit the lungs yeah, yeah. and if you see i wear a scarf all the time because okay. um, if you have prominent gemini in your chart you you need to protect your lungs and your throat and if you do a lot of speaking or talking all the mm-hmm. time you need to always Protect your lungs and your throat,
2: so now, when you go out in public, do you put the scarf up? Still? No, I
0: don't wear any any mask no mask if, if I go to a doctor's office, I have to, but I don't wear any mask.
2: No mm-hmm.
0: I had COVID this past July for the first time, okay. so I lasted two and a half years without getting it. I was thrilled, but then I was around a whole bunch of kids, and I had them driving in the car. I drove from Northern California to Southern California. And Mm -hmm. one of them's one of their roommates had it. Nobody said anything, and of course everybody got it.
2: Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) including me. Yeah, you know we're kind of in shock right now because we just went recently, uh, within the last month, on a five-day cruise, and uh, I, you know, I just thought for sure we'd come back from this cruise ship with 1,800 people and have it. However, it didn't happen, and what the, the way they handled it was—you know, everyone had to be tested, like right up to the day before. Right. We yeah, I mean, you we went on the ship, and so consequently, we we skated through that, which was a, a pleasant surprise, really.
0: Well, I did all the vaccines. I I yeah. believe in in. I believe in the spiritual realm and, the, and 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 taking care of yourself and eating right, nutrition. And I also believe in doctors. I really think that God works through physicians as well and yeah. through scientists as well. So that's my feeling and my belief. So I don't say it's either or. And um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot a lot of people I have come across who just didn't believe in it who got it. You know, they didn't believe in vaccines and they just got it anyway. You know, yeah. so God bless them anyway. <laughs> But, you know, as far as my work, it gave me an opportunity to see, uh, was I going in the right direction? I've been doing this work for so many years. And did I, how did I want to position myself? How do I want to benefit other people? Because if you're not benefiting other people, why don't you go stay in bed? <laughs> yeah. now, you have, your work really needs to also benefit somebody besides you. Mm-hmm. And um, so the direction became more of that, you know, and and how can I do that? So Zoom has been a wonderful thing, but I really miss being in person a lot. I miss, yeah,
2: you know, I call it the. Uh, it's interesting. I call it the pandemic pause. And I always ask everyone who comes on the show how it affected them, and it's so interesting how many people have told me that it did enable them to step back, time out, and to reevaluate what they were doing and if they wanted to in fact continue doing that yeah. or if they wanted to make some adjustments. And I would say in general, most of my guests have uh, come back and said that it's been a positive, difficult, very difficult, very unexpected. But in general, it's been a positive thing, and it's wonderful to hear that that so many. Yeah, people.
0: I I basically my focus was on saving my husband's life, yeah. so my focus wasn't even on COVID. And for a few couple of years, I, that you know he had a couple of brain surgeries, and I mean I didn't even really follow COVID. I mean this is like. Yeah. We'd get the daily death report every day here in L.A., you know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's right. But I'm always living with death anyway at, at, at any moment. So I am mm-hmm. like, I just, I didn't, I didn't really go that way with COVID. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to live with the effects, it, you know. And I sold my house, which took time and move and do. So I was much more involved in the mainstream. Yeah. It, was, it was filled with obstacles because yeah. of COVID, everything was so shut down. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't get this or that. You couldn't, you you know. Even I ended up taking all my charitable things, getting a truck, and taking them myself to to Salvation Army, to Goodwill, because nobody would come out.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It changed so much, and and of course, Nelsie, you were dealing with. Let's face it, when you're dealing with a life and death situation, yeah. You know, COVID is kind of something. Kind
0: of, the- you know, since
2: I don't know what it is,
0: you know, and I'm in very good health, so I. I I just really downplayed it until last summer when I, it was the last thing I expected, you know, <laughs> but anyway, it's, why not, you know, and I do follow the, the the cycles. I I, I finally am coming out of a very almost, well, two and a half year terrible period in my chart and yeah. actually ends next week. And so I'm just thrilled, 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 thrilled thrill to be out of that or coming out
2: of it. Well, I'm glad you're here to start that new yeah, thank you. game with us. And as all of you can see and hear, Gail is not a whiner.
0: <laughs> no, no. I don't have the luxury of whining. Jesus.
2: That would be nice. Wish I could. However, for those Nobody listen. who are still out there whining, my book, Thou Shalt Not Whine, the 11th Commandment is always available.
1: Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th Commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Whine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor. With her book being published in Korea and China, you can find Thou Shall Not Wine at Amazon.com.
2: Welcome back, and I'm pleased to announce that Thou Shall Not Wine is now just recently available at Audible.com. And if it's something you need to lift your spirits get it, and listen to it. Gail, before we go on, please share with our listeners your contact information, your website, and tell us a little bit about the exciting Zoom class that you're holding to.
0: Oh, sh- thank you. Yeah, I have a website, GailMinogue.com, and I also have a book called Divine Design, How You Created the Life You Are Living. So you definitely can be assisted by this because it talks to you about how you planned this and how you created this and also um your real there's a true work and then there's the the right work and people usually do their right work but they don't do their true work
2: oh. and so
0: it points out to you your karmic corrections your timing your destiny your personality you know it's it's very helpful So that's Divine Design, how you created the life you are living. You could get it on my website. And then also um, I'm having on March 18th, I'm doing a program on um, the sacred, the benefits um, um, assistance you get with numerology. So it's a 90-minute Zoom class and you can sign up on my website. And it's going to go into a lot of what I call the ancient mystery school information on numerology, as well as the day day-to-day usage of numerology to help you but a, a lot of people do not understand at all uh, the ancient world and what much of this information comes from and the, um, the connections that we have to the heavens is essential because once you start reincarnating as a human being you're, you have a finite amount of time here and what are you supposed to do here why did you even come here and so I go over all of this with you. So it's, a fa- it's going to be a fascinating 90-minute class.
2: Well, and I recommend it highly, and I'm hoping to fit it in on my schedule. And to, in order to sign up for the class, all you need to do is go to... Go to my yeah. website
0: and look under events, and that's, it's there. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, galemineau.com.
2: Yeah, and we're showing the website on the bottom of the screen. And Love it. Thank you. Go right there and check out events, and hopefully I'll see you there. Oh yeah,
0: it it is it's information you don't get in a book. Most all my teachers were elderly when I learned this, and they all died. And they all they were very authentic. They really didn't even take money. They just wanted to teach what they knew, what they had been, what they had discovered.
2: Okay, go back and let's start with how did you get interested? Because this is a pretty unique. Yeah, uh, so you know, I mean, it's,
0: people usually don't run into numerologists. They're always they know their sun sign, and they may say they have a number, but they have not a clue as to what they actually have in numbers. Everything is numbers is an order in the universe. It's one of the first laws of the universe's order. Otherwise, the planetary forces would just be, you know, would be bombarded and just bumping into each other. So there's a real, real order of the universe. It's, it's this geometric order is what Pythagoras called the sacred geometry okay and many years ago um, I was working in in um, I, first of all I never wanted to know my past life I didn't even bother with any of that stuff and I was sent to Houston to open an office um, for at the time sprint and um, I just bought a house and mm-hmm. one night um, I had a visitor and I had a visitor from the what we'll call the invisible world but it presented itself As a being in my room and it instructed me to study uh, Pythagoras and Zen and I had not a clue as to what this was all about at all that Mm -hmm. was my instruction was to study those two things so I would go looking for a book called Pythagoras and Zen which did not exist Mm -hmm. and they're two different subjects and eventually I ended up taking and studying Zen as well but it was the numerology Uh, that I found out came from Pythagoras because he used sacred geometry back in about 630 BC, 635, um, and taught the mystery school information. So it forced me to go into a world that I had, I I had no idea. And my work um, eventually, as you know, I've been a commodity broker forever. And so I live in a world that's completely the material world of finance and monies and that. But Mm -hmm. I, I, My feet are in the invisible world. And I just have to use, you know, uh,
2: spiritual principles in the material world. Mm -hmm. You have to learn
0: to be the bridge.
2: Tell me a little bit about this visitor. Was it someone? It was a pre I
0: call it, no, it was not. It was some priestly figure. Oh, okay. And that's what it was. And I was just stunned. And I wouldn't tell anybody because I thought they'd think I'm crazy. And then uh, (laughs) I was being asked to return to California to work, uh, to run uh, uh, the whole Southern California region, I was sent back for an interview, Mm
1: -hmm. and I knew
0: I wouldn't take it, because it was going to involve me being gone all the time, and I would, I had younger children, um, recently divorced, and I, you know, I had all this responsibility, Mm -hmm. Uh, they they were young in school, but they were only in elementary school, so I turned it down. I was very. I was just so upset because I really wanted to move back to California. I, um, from Texas. That, that was where I really belonged. (laughs) Anyway, um, so the long and short is that, um, that night I was staying in a friend's townhouse in Sherman Oaks, and um, or Studio City, and I had another visitor. And this time it was basically a light, and it was speaking to me that, um what I was, what I was and that I was being brought out of retirement to do specific work here. And, and I knew I couldn't ever, I could stay in what I was doing, but I could never return to just this man-made world of changeable, you know, it's always changing.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: you can't depend upon, you can only use this world. You can't depend upon it here. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. You can use it, but you can't depend upon it. You're only here for a finite amount of time. Right. And you have a blueprint, you need to learn what it is, you need to use it, and this will help you, and your timing on, on things. Mm-hmm. So this is what I began to study, and I used it a lot in the commodities because um, everything is cycles and trends in the futures markets. Yeah. So you can see it now, I can see it in every day, like from now to the end of the 20s is a very rough period, very rough till 2030.
2: Wow. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's, people would like this all to be over, but yeah. um, it, no, it happen. it's not going to happen. There is, there is no new normal yet. There's no new normal. This is complete disruption. And then it's exposing a lot of things, especially here in the United States, that the United States is revisiting its time of the American Revolution. So we're going back to the 1760s mm-hmm. and reliving and now correcting and going back to what we said we would do which we have not done right so this is the period but it's going to continue on all through the 20s Um. so all the every system is being disrupted in financial economic social yes you know
2: all. And, and now we're like we feel like we're on the brink of a, a, a third world war
0: well um, it's possible particularly yeah. next year but it's possible um it, it, it all depends on how you know how we present in the world it's, it's it's very possible one of the things the united states is so disconnected from itself right now is a major event to bring the people back together yeah. you know it took like 9 one to unite people mm-hmm. and um so we have we have still not we're still not connected we have just dis- You know, we're very polarized. So what will bring us together will be some probably very hard event. And, um, you know, I'm not predicting that, but that is a tool to use to stop this. One of the things that you have to look at is empires themselves, whether it's the British Empire or the Persian Empire or the Roman Empire. There's a finite amount of time that an empire lasts. So the United States is an empire, and it is – Empires average about 250 years. The Roman Empire was a republic first, and then it became an empire, which so that's 500 years. But everything else is 250, 260, 237. It's around the 250, and that's where America is. America is around 248. Yeah. So she's ending an empire. Mm -hmm. Now, what? Now, if you look at say uh, the British. They ended an empire. India fell, and one by one, all the things fell. So 1950 was the end of the British Empire. And then it's now a, a, a country, regular country in the world. It doesn't have the empire anymore. Yeah. And this is the same thing that can happen to the United States. It's going to have to join the rest of the world. Right now, you know, it's been forever this independence. Uh-huh. We're the best. We're number one. Da, 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 and um, so it has to grow up and and get out of the barbarian stuff into a more civilized nation and join the world uh, as a co-power.
2: Yeah, and is this kind of what we're seeing when we're hearing the talk about uh, how the countries uh, from NATO and the countries in Europe are kind of joining uh, the United States and is, is this going to form possibly a new uh empire it could it could. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. it could it could go from being a republic to being an empire of but um yeah a lot has to be done that's part of the disruption and you're bringing out these authoritarian leaders that are basically going to be on the way out though uh yeah uh, the the age of this authoritarianism is is ending once Pluto gets into the sign of Aquarius in the end of 2024, you're going to start seeing a return more to the people in a way from a corporate government uh, incestuous relationship. Right now it's all corporate ruling yeah. government. It, they're together. Mm-hmm. They're together and they're completely corrupted legislature. It's just very, very corrupted. So, so, so it has to return to what was it going to do when it started in the seven. what was it going to do? Yeah. Yeah. We are here. The United States is here to teach, to learn, to assimilate. That's the job of the United States, is to learn to assimilate. If it can't do that, it's going to be forced into situations where it will end
2: or be forced to assimilate. Oh, wow. This is a very interesting uh, time to be alive, isn't it?
0: Um, Yeah, it's it's definitely... um, You cannot be really at peace unless you are really tuned into the invisible world okay. this place is just very disruptive the world right now
2: and speaking of disruption um i wrote some books and over 60 years ago our country was totally disrupted by an incredibly awful assassination
1: let me ask you a question are you still wondering Who killed Kennedy over 50 years later the assassination is still a mystery it is unfinished business for our country now get ready for a theory that you've never heard before but will make more sense than any other conspiracy theory that you've ever heard in the past January Jones speaks the unspeakable in her book Jackie Ari and Jack the tragic love triangle connecting Jackie and Aristotle Onassis romantically prior to JFK's assassination. Did you know that Ari was Jackie's guest in the White House during the JFK funeral? He was the only non-family member who was invited by Jackie to stay there during the funeral. Aristotle Onassis was one of the wealthiest men in the world with the means, the motive, and the money to order an assassination that was the perfect crime of the last century. Are needed class and Jackie needed cash. They were perfect for each other. Now, what is Camelot? It is but another tragic love triangle. Jackie, Ari, and Jack is available at JanuaryJones.com, Amazon.com, and AudioBooks.com, read by Ms. Jones.
2: Welcome back with our expert numerologist, Gail McHugh. Gail, it's so nice to have you on the show. Could you briefly explain to my listeners what is the difference between numerology and astrology? Sure.
0: You have to first understand the heavens. You have to understand the structure of the universe or the entire planetary system out there, which we are unable to see because we still can't travel at the speed of light. Once we can, we will see everything, but we can't until we can travel at the speed of light. So right now it just looks dark. But everything is out there in this giant, um, what we'll say, network.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: the network or this geometric structure holds the system together. So you learn numerology, you learn the system, that the, the mathematical system that is holding this together. And then inside of that, are like constellations and everything. Uh, And so your astrology is based on these, I call it the rooms of the house. Uh And the rooms of the house are really the astrology. And how you change and move the rooms around or decorate them is the, say, transits and astrology or which house you're born in. Uh, Say maybe I'm born in the the house of Aquarius or I'm a whatever, Sagittarius, you know, whatever and so i'm born into one of these constellations it's where the planetary was aligned at the moment you took your first breath so when you take your first breath you are given an energy package this is your astrology
2: okay
0: okay the program itself is the numerology is the whole structure so the structure of say this is the personality we're going to have this is the destiny you're going to have this is the timing you're going to have this is uh the issues you're going to work with this is the going to be the emotional pain you're going to carry from prior lives it's all there in the structure and it's it numbers mask sounds because everything in the universe is sound and so in the beginning it will tell you in the bible that there was the word what they mean the word becomes flesh it means sound becomes form that's why what you say is so important what you what you're which you speak you, you you set yourself up for a real mess and so we don't want to whine like you say the worst thing you can do is whine and complain the best thing you can do is have gratitude, gratitude. and you know just constantly have gratitude just be gratitude you got up and able to walk to the bathroom because yeah. a lot of people can't do that and so the astrology will show like i have a sun sign in aquarius and then i have a moon here and this was the planetary situation when i took my first breath okay. so that gives me a, a blueprint of the rooms i'm working with inside of this uh geometric structure so but i need to know the geometric structure how can i tell the rest i can't so they, you need both you need both but you need to, most people only have the astrology part okay and
1: Even then
0: that. numerology would be the key numerology well, is the key if you want to study, if you want to study the Kabbalah, they will tell you, you have to know, you, to really study. First of all, you need to know Hebrew to yeah. really study it. You can't, you, Americans try, but you need to know Hebrew and you need to be old enough because in the Kabbalah, you need to be at least 40 to be able to study it, oh, uh-huh. to, you know, to really do this, because yeah. it's mystical Judaism. And to understand that, you have to understand sacred geometry. Okay said it's full of all of that it's full of that in there mm-hmm. so as you go back and you start to study this it gets more and more complicated and and
2: um... no, no, t- let's talk a little bit about uh house numbers license plates uh yeah repetitive yeah. numbers like it was interesting when we our last home in arizona the the number on the house was 1108 And our grandson, who came to live with us at that house for a few years, his birthday was 1108, and it just had such a great feeling when we realized the connection between the house number and his birth date. It was wonderful for us to figure that out on our own, and does that happen a lot for people? Well, people are very drawn to a house. Or apartment number
0: or a unit number on a condo or a house. Don't pay attention to the main block of numbers for the whole apartment building. Pay attention just to your own unit. That's And remember, if it's a unit C, it's a three because numbers, letters mask numbers, and numbers mask sound. So even if you get a letter like an L, it's a twelve. It's really a three. One and two, the three. And so, yeah, it, it, it's not surprising. People are attracted to, when they're in, say, a seven-year or a seven-pinnacle, they'll go get a, a seven-house, it'll be 25, you know, and it'll be, you add it, it's a seven. It, they're drawn right to that energy. If they have a karmic lesson in the number seven, boom, they go into a seven-house because it draws them in. They say, oh, it's beautiful, it's lovely, but they don't understand the invisible work that's going on energy-wise to get them in that house. So they'll okay. keep working on their issue.
2: And, and what does uh, your birth date mean to you? Is that a special?
0: Well, the birth date is your life path number, the road you're going to be on. You add the month to the day uh-huh. to the year, the month to day to year. You will get your life path number. It will reduce to a compound number, and it will then tell you the road you're on. You can't change that. That's the road you're on. So say you're on road number five, you're okay. going to be a catalyst of change and you're going to have lots and lots of change and movement in your life because okay. 5 is the is can see the past and bring it forward into the future it's the number in the middle between 1 and 9 okay. so the united so, states is a five country july 4 1776 is a five okay. and so we're a catalyst of change for the world
2: so for our listeners if you're trying to do this at home you add your month august your date 18 and then for the year, do you add 1943 or do you? Yes, yeah, so
0: you would add one nine is ten, and four is fourteen, and three is seventeen. One and seven is eight. Okay. Oh. You just keep adding okay. until you get to that, you know. And then wow. you. So you're born on an 18 day. Yeah, on the eight So, then, so eight and anything you add to nine, 18 is a nine. Anything oh. you add to that number will be the same thing. So just eight and eight. Right? You're born in eight months, so yeah. you you have a seven life path.
2: Oh, seven. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I've always been attracted to the number seven. Well, that is <laughs> your number. It's your main road you're on. Okay. That is
0: your life path. That's your learning lesson of the number seven. So you cannot, sevens need to work at two levels. They need to work and develop a higher conscious mind and to know uh, they can't be around fools, stupid people, you know, There's no, you just have to be around smart. You have to be around smart. You you know. That's why I've had you on the show. You just, of course. Yeah, there we go. But I'm a five, but I don't have any missing numbers. But say you have a missing number in your name. Was your birth name January? Uh, No, actually it was Janice. Okay, do you have, what was your middle name at birth? Christine. Okay, what was your, what was your? What was your maiden name or your birth name?
2: Oh, that's a long one, Wisniewski.
0: Do you have a Y in Wisniewski? No. Okay, that's, you don't have any seven in your name. No. No, that's why you have a seven life path. You have to learn the lessons of the seven. Okay. It's a learning lesson. And the learning lesson is develop the higher conscious mind, never assume, don't take things at face value, question a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. be around smart people and develop the intellect and get certificates, degrees and credentials in this lifetime.
2: Okay.
0: Don't just like Um, take a course here and a course there, get the credentials for the work.
2: So now for my listeners who I'm encouraging to sign on for your zoom session, if they come to your zoom session, will you go? uh, Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I go over, we're going to have 90 minutes of this. We'll go over and
2: then, it goes yes. very
0: well. I'm going to do a second, a second for those who went to the first one. Then I'll do a second one to bring them along to a higher level and keep going.
2: That's so we, right, I yeah. will be, I'll be at the head of the class because I will already know I'm a seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And people really stumble and say, "Well, wait a minute, do I add the months to the day to the year? To, what, do I do with, what do I do with this if I have two digits and blah blah blah?"
2: I've already I've got it all ready. Okay, right now we're going to hear about some incredible, priceless personalities just like Gail who have been on my show in the past. Have you ever met someone who was unforgettable? Someone who has touched your heart and soul? People who have faced difficult problems? People who have struggled to find solutions? People who fearlessly shared their stories? molestation, runaway kids, child abuse, drug abuse, polygamy, unemployment, scandal, and starting over. Then there are my guests dealing with difficult physical struggles such as blindness, cancer, and birth defects that are beyond traumatic. My guests have all been exciting, eclectic, and energizing. They have amazed, amused, and even astonished me. I have adored getting to meet them, and I adore sharing them with you. Welcome back with a priceless personality visiting with us here today. Gail, you mentioned that the United States is going to have to do something or something is going to happen. When you're talking about a major event, I mean, what could be bigger than this pandemic? Uh, are you talking about something like a world war or or I, I,
0: I don't know what, you know, if we would just, you know, start uh, changing our minds ma- manners and changing the way we conduct ourselves um there doesn't have to be any kind of major event but we're leading up to um having something that will unite us bring us to a point where like ww2 where everybody worked together and everybody you know and when when 9-11 happened everybody was a new yorker there was these unifying incidents Oh, and um, if we're not going to unify, uh, and right now it doesn't look like it because it's, it's gotten worse. And then we also have a very corrupted legislature mm-hmm. and, and that's leading, the, you know, they don't really represent the people. No. And, you, and the states have become, um, you know, again, of more federalism. And, you know, it's going to be more so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what's going to unite this red care group of 50 States um, that they all, you know, don't, you know, they're even some are talking about breaking off because they really have no idea. They don't have really a world view. They don't understand the world. We've never been invaded. We don't know what it's like to have war on our soil. We oh, don't know. I,
2: and and the other night, my husband and I watched the documentary on um, the uh, people in Ukraine. And what they are going through, and how they if they had underground activities trying to help, and and kind of the same things that went on in World War II, and even in the Civil War, you had this underground movement. So I, I just, uh, I, are you hopeful?
0: Um, I'm, I'm very hopeful getting to 2030. You know, okay. I just, it's, it's. Um, it's getting to 2030. <laughs> it's the rest of the 20s, uh-huh. okay. and you have to really pay attention to what you feed your mind with, and to really stay connected to the invisible world, to really to your true home. This is not your home. This is, I always call everybody here is a tourist. You're going to get in and you're going to get out. Yeah. What scares people is they don't know how they're going to get out. <laughs> That Really, basically, that's the greatest fear they have. is They don't know how they're going to get out. Are they going to suffer? Are they just going to, you know, fall asleep and not wake up? And um, because they're terrified. And so, uh, but we're here for a reason. You know, each one of us has a reason. We need to understand our reason and, and get work in the world, what I call, of creativity rather than the world of competition. Oh, okay. Because okay. Yeah. we don't know how to really create. We, we really know how to c- compete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to create on a higher level, which is very different than, than in a world of competition where you're either holding a job or you're starting a company or you're, you know, it's all about. But in the world of the invisible, it's all about creation and learning how to manifest.
2: Well, being speaking as a number seven and be, always being full of hope, it's wonderful having you on the show. And you've given me hope. Actually, because uh, you've given me hope we'll get to 2030 and that my... Yeah, there,
0: the United States has a great chart. It's a very lucky chart. Uh-huh. It, it has to go through this because it's created a lot of problems for itself. We are the strongest nation in the world. We have the best military, the best economy, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we yeah. we don't really do a very good job in managing ourselves.
2: Well, I think all the abundance has been one of our big problems.
0: Well, we haven't really, we, we just uh, expect, you know, we're pretty ungracious. We're not very gracious as a group.
2: Okay, one last question, and I asked everyone before we end the show, if you could have dinner with anyone living or dead, besides me, uh, who would you choose to dine with? Okay. Probably
0: Abraham Lincoln.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one.
0: He yeah. had a lot of wisdom and this is what's lacking is wisdom. Get mm-hmm. a lot of smart people, but they're not very wise.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a very wisdom is wise. Wisdom is much better than <laughs> smart. <laughs> yeah. Look at smart got us. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: You know? Okay. And, and for our listeners, if you want to enjoy some wisdom, <laughs> you would be wise to sign up. For, <laughs> for is
0: that a great <laughs> plug? Hey, thank you. <laughs> I'll see you tough. all in my Zoom for, you. will not be disappointed. <laughs> yes.
2: And hopefully I'll see you there. Thank
0: you, January. Thank okay. you so much for having me on.
2: Wonderful. Uh, to our listeners, we hope you've enjoyed our time together. We've enjoyed visiting with you. We've tried to be very informative and inspiring. And my upcoming guest will be just like Gail, eclectic and energizing. Next Tuesday, 2 p.m., I'm looking forward to welcoming Cindy Watson. And she is the author of The Art of Feminine Negotiation. (laughs) We probably need a lot of that, don't we, Gail?
0: All of us need to learn how to negotiate and ask for a discount. Okay,
2: yeah. Look for a discount. Come. Okay. And so as we're closing, my 80-year-old thought for the day is that I was thinking that as the aliens go flying by Earth and they look down, that's probably why they all go home and lock their doors. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Thank you for entering the No Wine Zone with us today. And please share our stories in their show with everyone you know. Remember, it's so important. Stop whining and start smiling. And if that doesn't work, then you can just go out and start eating chocolate. Lots lots of chocolate, at least (laughs) until (laughs) 2030. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, Gail. Bye, January, (laughs) bye-bye. Thank you, thank you. To our listeners, take care. And stay safe until we meet again next Tuesday
1: at 2 p.m. We want to thank you for listening to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you can think it, you can do it. That's what all of our guests have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life.